everybody. We're here with another Savage Gentleman podcast and a very special guest. We have Mike the Cop. Savage Gentleman. Indeed. Now, is it Mike the Cop or is it Mike the cop like like are you mike are you cop. mike comma the mike, cop mike the cop are you or you the is the emphasis on the like you are the cop uh i i i'd, <laughs> I'd like to think i'm the cop you are the co- i yeah. mean in my mind you if are you're not you're, me you're not a cop yeah essentially everyone else yeah. can suck it that's how it your goes. law enforcement is invalid you are you're like judge dread dude you are the law essentially basically essentially Oh, nice. You like that? That was good. I, I'm going to see if I can maybe edit in some kind of Judge Dredd clip. Yeah, it's probably just something. Stallone screaming. Which like, is like the, probably the only sound bite from that movie that even matters. I am the Stallone. law. Man. <laughs> was it on that set that he was like, you got to cut the balls? Probably? Yeah. I don't know. His trailer. Did you hear that story? <laughs> no. Are you serious? No. Audio captured. I don't know how it got captured, but basically somebody on the set was, you know, doing a favor for him in his trailer and oh. you hear him like no you gotta cup the balls like giving uh, giving instructions it's yeah a, yeah that's next level yeah it is yeah i mean but i'm not sure but, if that's what we discuss on this show how but, many uh, but how many people could say be like man where'd you where'd you learn to std uh slice alone taught me <laughs> like that's a huge like you know yeah it's yeah. like next level like yeah i learned how to it's bragging rights all right it really is yeah what do you? What was the? It probably. I mean, it's 2019. I guess it doesn't matter the yeah, gender. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know any details for them. I'm kind of ashamed that I know that much. I uh, well, you know, that's a valuable information <laughs> that is super relevant to to everything that anyone needs to know. Right? Yeah, of course. You know. So, <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a way to start off the show. Hey, we just well. lost, either gained or lost all of our listeners. That's, I, I tend to be polarizing. So, well, one yeah. way or the other. So we have Mike the Cop here, and you guys may be familiar with him and his antics. Um, he has a, some might say, pretty strong following in the social media world, uh, talking about obviously pro law enforcement and just other ramblings and musings about life and and manliness in general. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean, oh, like okay. if grappling is manly, then it depends on who <laughs> is doing said grappling and and how that is taking place. I right, mean, if right. it's in Sly Stallone's uh, trailer, it may or may not be. If you're manly. if you're if you're sitting down and butt scooting and barrel balling, no, don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a tough one. Well, it, you know what? It depends on what you're going for, right? Because you can you can be successful in that. Yeah, you know, you there's can. plenty of dudes that have won many a tournament and yeah. are probably a hell of a lot better at grappling than both you and I. Oh yeah, no, they would wrap me up. Who have done that? But there's there's a sense of like to me honor, right? Where it's like, <laughs> right. look, you came here to fight, you came here to grapple. Let's. Let's actually do the damn thing. Stop trying to bend and circumvent. Well, but we do that, right? We circumvent the rules as much as we can get away yeah, with. You want to win, right? So, like, yeah, I get it. But it's it's funny because I I'm not like a huge like I have no interest whatsoever in in striking really. Like I did a few boxing lessons mm-hmm. last summer. I was horrific at it, by the way. <laughs> horrific. Now I did like Korean martial arts all growing up from like age seven to like whatever. So like like a lot of people have. But yeah. So. Sort of like that. I, uh, I'm okay at that, but like. Well, I but don't, you don't really get hit in that, is yeah, the, not really. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, boxing is a whole new world. Boxing will show you just how terrible you are at boxing. <laughs> um, so when it, it, it gave me a whole newfound respect when I watched yeah. it. Yeah. So I would go back and watch boxing matches after I was like doing doing these lessons, and I'm like, 
oh my gosh like it's kind of like when people look at jujitsu and i'll watch i'll watch six hours of jujitsu like on a Saturday night yep. or something, and people are like my kids are like, "This is so stupid." Well, except my daughter. It's all the trains, same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is so boring, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? This is great!" Like, and I'm like seeing things, and I used to feel the same way about boxing, right? Yeah, like I'd watch it, be like, "Okay, guys, this is stupid." You know, you're just tying each other up. Or just hit him. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, what's the problem? And then you start learning boxing you're like oh my gosh there's a lot to this uh, it's, I mean essentially that's the way it is with anything though right it's like on the surface anything can be pretty simple and simplistic right I mean it's like uh, being a cop it's like I don't know man just like push the radar gun and write people tickets is yeah, pretty easy what's, right what's like I don't understand so why that's a hard that job yeah right yeah. or it's like oh all you got to do I mean you can't solve that crime just just look for the semen or the DNA or the blood sample yeah, and just pull the finger CSI off that rock. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> no that's how it works right yeah. but I, as you dig deeper everything is far more complex than it seems. And I think we we often, you know, don't give things the credit they're due. And I think I was talking to someone the other day. It seems that like we as men just assume that certain things, certain traits or characteristics are innate, mm-hmm. right? Like the ability to fight. Yeah. You know, or the ability to shoot a gun or drive a car. It's like what makes you think that with with no prerequisite training or skill that you could just <laughs> pick this up immediately because right. because you were born as a male like it doesn't work that way but yet we have it in our mind for some reason i don't i don't know why that is yeah i don't know Everybody's why is it got, mike i i wish i answer knew. all my questions I, I wish i knew i know that some people seem to be better at those things like innately huh you know some people okay. seem to be you know you stick them behind the wheel of a car and all of a sudden like they're kicking ass and just Mario Andretti know how to you know do burnouts or whatever they they seem to take to it really naturally and you know then you got other guys that are really good naturally grapplers or Mm -hmm. whatever else and you know you just have to I guess (laughs) work on the work on the weak spots yeah or you could go the opposite route and only do the things that you're good at and just stick to that never touch anything else that may or may not lies outside your comfort zone that's another approach what do you think about that Uh, I think it's a good approach if if we're talking about some things like uh, business, okay, like find what you're good at and really do really really well at that, okay. Um, or um, maybe hobby wise, like hey, this is something I'm really good at, so I'm really gonna really gonna go for it. Mm-hmm. But at the, I think when we start talking about skill, like skills and character <clears throat> development, I think then we gotta go broad. We gotta yeah. we gotta recognize like man I really have a I really struggle in this area of my character and I really need to I need to figure out how to fix that I need to work on this and develop that aspect of of my character yeah so I think like in in a certain in a certain way yeah that's true like focus on your strengths because you're going to be able to leverage that to accomplish a lot more than you would if you were trying to do everything Mm -hmm. but on the on the other side of that when you do leverage the strength the time and energy that you save by doing it, you can reinvest into the weaker areas, maybe. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. I think I, I think something that we, I don't know, have gotten away from today is this notion of a well-rounded individual, a, a renaissance man, if you will, where you, you are actually well-versed in a number of areas. And, and I would even submit that... It, it's much harder to see where our character flaws are. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would put to to anyone who may be floundering or or 
having some kind of an issue to say, hey, just pick up something different, because that will then reveal where those flaws are. Like, you may not be able to introspectively look and say, hey, you know what? I'm really bad at this and this, yeah. you know, but by by trying to explore new things and learn new skills and activities and endeavors, um, I, I think, at least for myself, it will become apparent that like, oh, wow. I am super impatient or whatever, whatever that flaw may be. But I may not realize that because I'm in my comfort zone and it's not going to reveal itself, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I, I think, I mean, if you have the wherewithal, if you're that introspective and you can just realize like, yeah, no, I am terrible at time management or whatever. Good for you. But. Maybe it takes, you know, some other activity. I think one of the most revealing for a lot of folks is, and I'm going to beat this probably dead horse even more, is is some kind of a combat sport, something like BJJ or boxing or yeah. whatever. I mean, that I think that that reveals so much about oneself um, when you start to go down that path. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say that I really disagree with anything you said. I mean, that's like... That make, it makes a lot of sense. It, I think it's probably even more important in our culture too, because we're. I think as a as a culture, we've become pretty damn complacent. Oh yeah. You know, like <clears throat> as long as I, you know, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. Like, I mean, people literally camp outside to get a phone, right? Like, and and as long as they have their phone and they have their your coffee drink in hand then the rest doesn't really matter too much. It's just that that comfort-seeking part of our culture. And a lot of people don't think about it or even really know that this is a real modern notion of comfort. Living living in relative comfort and, and not fearing that you would need to maybe kill the person that comes next. Mm hmm is is a is a very modern invention. Oh, I mean uh, only within the last the last really uh, maybe we could say 100 years cuz things were still pretty rough. I mean back in the well, let's see, the Great Depression things, uh, you probably weren't going to get murdered as much then, but like in the early 1900s it was still pretty like pretty wild west e where you you really oh, yeah. had to have you know, skills to defend yourself at any moment because you never know right. when something's going to happen. So, I mean, I'd say probably around uh, maybe the the Great Depression, we we kind of well, everyone's just trying not to die at that point, so they didn't have right. time to kill each other. Yeah. Um, and, and there's been rough patches here and there, right? But yeah, this notion of like, hey, I can just walk around with general impunity and and no, not a care in the world because nothing is really, no harm is really going to come to me is very, very modern. And I think going back to what you were mentioning before, this this idea of complacency, I, I think we've now set the expectation so low for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, for for both ourselves personally and probably for our kids, as far as like what we want them to become or achieve that it's like, hey, all you got to do, just check a couple boxes and go about your life and and you're good. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, all I need to do is have an okay job. I can get married, have a house and a couple of kids and I'm good. And it's like, maybe, I mean, for some people, maybe that's great. But I I tend to believe that, that 
the folks that have followed that path, all of a sudden they, they wake up at some point and they look around, they're like, man, what, what is going on here? And you see that manifest in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. right? And people start to go off the rails because they're not fulfilling their, their full potential, yeah. right? Because they set that bar so low. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we look at people who are really successful and they're people who have, even if their circumstances haven't dictated that they're going to be uncomfortable, that they've chosen to make themselves uncomfortable. I, I think we to put themselves in positions of uncomfort to overcome that. And that has forged their ability to succeed. Yeah. Well, choose. I mean, if you look at the advances of mankind throughout history, right, they have always come at the expense of really difficult mm-hmm. time periods, right? It was like it was born out of necessity. When everything is is comfy and cozy, we we tend to get kind of lazy. I mean, that's and that's actually like by design. Like we're designed to do as little as possible, <laughs> right? Cuz otherwise we just spin ourselves in the ground if we didn't. So, you know, we're our body rewards us by taking every shortcut we can. I mean, it's a survival survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. But with advances of technology, we've kind of moved past that, and now we have to go. The, we have to manufacture difficult things in order to get the positive response that we need right. to make ourselves what we're supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, we, I don't. We, we were not designed to like sit in an office behind a desk and and work for six or ten hours or whatever else, and and then come you know spread the seed on the lawn and and, and turn the sprinklers on and then and watch. American Idol at night and go to bed. You know, we yeah. just weren't designed for No, no, that is and, not and what this was put together for. <laughs> no, not at all. So, like, and that world is just new. And mm-hmm. I, I think that there, there'll have to come a time uh, of, of corrective measure. Like, it, it'll, I think it'll be inevitable. Yeah, I, I, well, unfortunately, I don't think that the majority of people, because again, we're so, we have such an aversion to discomfort. No one is going to willingly, you know, in mass put themselves in that, in that situation. But like, again, throughout the course of history, there is some event that takes place where, oh shit, now we're in a bad way. Yeah. And now we have to, now we have to step up and do the things. And you know, that may, may happen tomorrow. It may be another hundred years. I mean, who's to say, but I mean that, if, if history has taught us anything, it's that, you know, nothing is constant, everything is changing. And, you know, these are, these are cycles. So, you know, that's, that, that kind of bleeds over a little bit into the, the ready man ethos of this idea of self-reliance and preparedness and being ready for, for anything that, that may come your way. And I think that that, that's kind of the, the, the carryover with Savage Gentleman is the idea that like, yeah, you know, you might not need these skills on a day to day basis, but, it would be good to have them. And, and the bonus part is pursuing these other avenues will make you a better person overall Mm -hmm. outside of just that skill itself. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think that's, that is what I believe school should have taught us is that, Hey, you need to be constantly learning stuff, you know, to make yourself better. Um, because it's it, there's just value there's yeah. inherent value in constantly learning our our education system is is all but designed to be the exact opposite yeah. of of pushing 
kids into into difficult circumstances to overcome them. And Especially build nowadays, it's gotten. I mean, because I was I was in the school system. I was a teacher for a number of years, and I, I kind of started to see the writing on the wall. And I, and I and I was just starting my my pro fighting career as well. And I was like, well can do this, but I don't really like the direction it's going, or you know, I only have a certain number of years that I can compete athletically, might right. as well strike while the iron's hot, and obviously I, I took that path instead, but you know, nowadays, man, we have removed almost every obstacle mm-hmm. in, in the kids' way in order to give them, you know, quote, success. Yeah, I, know, you know? yeah, I, don't, I don't think the intentions probably... Um, malicious. No, you know, I, I don't the, think so at it's all. The no. whole thing of like, how come uh, kids will will act like morons now? It seems you know, like I, I don't know. There's probably always some measure of a back in my day kind of. Damn thing, it, right? kids! But, yeah, get off my, my lawn. Day, like, but at, at the same time, it's like <laughs> out of that, out of those circumstances of difficulty, parents or or entire communities of people then say, we want to give our kids what we didn't have. Yep. And in doing that, with the intention being, you know, kind-hearted or, mm-hmm. or, or positive, because you you want to produce um, who you are without all the difficulty, right? And then I think we're gonna look back and go like, "Whoops, we were wrong." Yeah, like, like we you can't produce the same kind of people without the same type of environment that that causes causes you to have to to overcome difficulty and where where it's it's not real because we're not going to walk out of this building most likely and have somebody challenge us physically that's it's a very low likelihood I hope they do I really do. that would be wouldn't that be like, great so the epic. second you walked out the door like, we just walk outside and Sylvester and then, Stallone is standing there and it's, it's like, like hey Hey, yo. Uh, well, who you guys think you are? Like, you're going to talk like, shit on Sly Stallone, huh? Like, Listen, man, I respect your film work, <laughs> but I'm about to kick your ass hard. I don't and, know, uh, dude. He's pretty juiced up, man. You think he, yeah, I just you think he still has it? Yeah. Nope. I bet his knees are wrecked I'll bear by now. <laughs> Some people are watching. Wait a like, minute. What? Is he, are these guys speaking another language? What is it? You know. Yeah. But, listen, go go so study we, up in jujitsu. Yeah. If, you'll if understand. You're not, if you're not going to face that naturally, then you have to create some type of artificial uh, mm-hmm. obstacles to overcome. The, the hard part, though, is that's an arbitrary line to draw, especially in the in the concept of, of a parent. Right? Is like, okay, I want to give my kid the best chance for success. You know what I mean? I want to give them every opportunity and and a leg up from where I was. But then to again manufacture hardships, it's like, man, that that's the hard part for me as a parent is figuring yeah. out like when and where to apply that, you know, so I'm not just being, you know, an asshole and, and, and you know, making things hard on my kid for no reason. But at the same time, I'm not just spoon feeding and handing everything, yeah. you know, so that they understand that, hey, you're going to run into difficulties. You're going to not get your way all the time. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be sad. You're going to mm-hmm. all these things. And, and, you know, that's the hard part. Now, expound that on on a massive scale outside of just an individual household to full-on communities to state legislator to to the entire you know united states and right. and that i think that's where we are today is i i think it's done with the best of intentions but ultimately the pendulum will have to swing back the other direction yeah i i think it's gonna have to 
If it isn't already, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, we, we are getting quite a bit of pushback. I mean, the fact that we have a company that is titled Savage Gentleman, you know what I mean? The fact <laughs> right. that this exists, that we have to actually call out what we deem is the appropriate way to, to live as a man, to, you know, achieve your full potential, is a sign of the times that, like, okay, A, something went off the rails, yeah. right? Because there was, you know, if you look back in history, there, there wasn't a call to action. There was no necessity. You just existed. Mm-hmm. And by virtue of what you needed to be, you lived out... You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's just out of necessity. Now that doesn't exist. So it's like, hey, you know, back when this thing's happened, we should maybe do more of that. Like now there's a, there's a reason, you know, and there's a ton of other entities that are similar. I was just on a podcast with Order of Man doing a very similar thing. You know, they've got a similar mindset and, and great stuff over there. And then you've got you've got a Facebook group as well that you were mentioning that kind of has the same yep. same kind of idea. What what, what was that called again? Uh, <laughs> Return of the American Man. There you go. Yeah, I, I think. I don't know how to find you don't, it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's I a just thing. just go there, you know? Yeah, you just... Well, you, it's it's in your link because convenience, right? Yeah, you just click a button, but and you're there. Uh, I, I certainly think that there's a, a craving for understanding, like recognizing. I guess I should say first, recognizing that there's an <clears throat> issue. Yeah, and then seeking out an answer. Like, how do how do I overcome this? I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be, you know run over right. in life. I, I want to succeed. I want to thrive as a, as a dude. So how do I do that? Yeah. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of that going around for sure. There is. Well, and, and, and my thing is like, you know, for, for what we're doing here, it's like, look, if you've got it all figured out, you, you're happy with where you're at. Everything is fantastic. Far be it for me to tell you to change anything. You know what I mean? Hell, you give me some advice. Tell me what you're doing. Cause I'd love to hear it. Right. But if you know, you're, you're looking around and you're like, man, I don't think things are exactly where I want them to be for whatever reason, then it's like, okay, cool. Let's talk about that. Let's, and this is the whole idea of Savage Gentleman is, okay, let's explore what you're doing. Right. And then let's see what, what you can add to that, whether that's learning new skills or trying new things. It's like, Hey man, you're way over here on the Savage side. Let's, let's talk about some gentlemanly stuff, man. Maybe you should take an art class or, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe just put down the, uh, you know, the sledgehammer in the club Let's come over here and, and instead of destroying things, let's create things mm-hmm. or, or vice versa. Right? right. It's like, hey, man, let's let's leave the fixed speed bike and the vinyl records and the twirly mustache. <laughs> Stop over- carrying around a typewriter, man. Like, <laughs> we don't need that. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I still think that that's cool. I know it's entirely <laughs> impractical, but there's a part. I think it's like the nostalgia of it. Sure. That it's like. I wouldn't mind writing on a typewriter, but carrying around. Oh, carrying, I would never carry it around. Yeah, but it's no, like, it's, like, man, it actually would be kind of cool to just to clickety clack on a typewriter. But have oh, it go sure. into a digital format because who has time for actual analog paper? I mean, gee whiz. Yeah. No, I, I still like I'll, I'll take notes on my laptop and stuff, but I, I get out like a pen and paper. Oh dude, I have notebooks I love, on notebooks. I love like there's something that sticks in my head better when I'm when I'm doing that. Well, there's a, there's a physical there's something. I mean, it's it's like scientifically proven that actually putting a pen to paper and yeah. jotting stuff down creates a stronger synapse. Does it get you know, in the, the further back we go, the more it sticks and so like if we got like a stone If you tablet, yes. If we chiseled there like, we would never forget it. I mean, that's why it's written in stone. T- yeah. Touche. Yeah. See what I did there? Um, speaking of notebooks, we actually have... I've never seen the notebook, by the way. 
What? No, not no, not the movie. I, I was trying to do a shameless plug, and you fucked it up, man. Oh, my bad. No, it's fine. But I seriously, I've never seen the movie. Neither have I. Oh, congratulations. No. That's I, right. That's what savage gentlemen do. Yeah, savage gentlemen don't watch. <laughs> actually, I'm a. I actually have nothing against rom coms. That's just one in particular that I haven't seen. Uh, Girls Point Blank is one of my favorite rom coms with a twist uh, of all times. Uh. All right, we're well. Hold notebooks. On. Notebooks. Yeah. We, Plug we, that notebook. Yeah. So we have, if you guys aren't aware of this, we have these really cool um, notebook wallets. So it's kind of a two-in-one deal, right, where you can carry all your stuff. But I really like that because when that idea pops in my head, yeah. there's something about writing it down physically on a piece of paper, yeah. you know, that helps me keep track of stuff. So for organization and, you know, memorizing things or just ideas or even, you know, daily tasks, I'll, I'll jot it down in the notebook. And it's like my credit card, my cash, a couple little odds and ends fit in there. And um, it's super comfortable. Uh, Jeff, can you throw me one so I can show it? Ha! Look at that catch. It's almost like I'm an athlete. So these are our notebook wallets. I like it. Yeah, they're pretty classy, made out of leather. And then you got your notebook here. Um, we can personalize them, as you can see. This one is for Tyler White. Tyler White, please come to the front and <laughs> collect your thing. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll leave that in. I might, I might cut that whole bit out. Um, so <laughs> getting, back, getting back on topic after the shameless plug... One of the things that we were talking about earlier is this idea of <clears throat> you being in law enforcement for a number of years. Yeah, I mean, you 10 were, years. For 10 years, you know, obviously you've seen the probably the best and worst of society. I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on where uh, the Savage Gentleman kind of applies to... Uh, what you see out there in the world because you see stuff that most people don't you encounter individuals that we hopefully rarely come across and you know the the lack of gentlemanliness probably is is what you're what I assume you're you're encountering sure. on the on the bad side of things and yeah. where where do you think that that kind of fits into this probably it's it's probably from two different perspectives, from the perspective of the community and then in the perspective of of an officer, it's probably like this weird sliding scale. From my perspective, I always start at, well, it's tough to say, right? It's circumstantial, but you want to start at as gentlemanly as mm -hmm. possible, right? That's like the good afternoon, ma'am, good day, sir. You know, like everything is, everything is as, as clean and clear and professional as possible. Uh, up until it, it's time that it, it's not anymore. Yeah. And, and then, then you've got to, like, take care of business, whatever mm -hmm. that is, you know. Sometimes that's verbally, right? Like, I remember getting lambasted by my first training officer. I worked in a, in a pretty pretty difficult area mm -hmm. when I first started. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> we had this situation where there was, like, this, uh, you know, assault, whatever, whatever was going on. And I showed up, and it's kind of like, all right, rookie have at it you know and i'm like uh you know trying to be the the, the all gentleman police academy ah. like excuse me sirs um sirs could you sit down um, see i was thinking you were going to come in like hard charging no everybody just sitting to sit down and then so my my training officer comes in there's like everybody sit the fuck down right now you i see you move i'm stepping on top of you you're going to jail and blah blah you know like yeah and, and they they like boom complied and there was like it was almost like it wasn't disrespectful. And then they were like they they respected him. And he talked to me afterwards. He's like, listen, man, <clears throat> like you've got to learn 
you've got to learn the circumstances of when you have to be harder yeah verbally or physically not and i'm talking i'm not talking about just smacking people around i'm just saying like when it's time to go but there's a presence on, right go, you, yeah, yeah there's a, a there's a physical presence you have to understand how to manipulate that presence yeah. along that spectrum mm-hmm. and somebody who comes from a hard environment isn't going to respect you right. unless you demonstrate that you have what it takes to be inside that environment yeah and they know that they mm-hmm. feel it they sense it you can always there's do something it. So very primal as, to that once i've got four or five years on and now i've got rookies with me and you can you can just now you're watching like you, you like you're it's an out of body experience you're just watching it happen mm-hmm. you're like oh wow yeah like, it's so obvious mm-hmm. that this is a new guy and this this guy knows this is a new guy you know like how it all sort of plays in so you try to be you know a, a certain gentleman front and then and then dial it back where you, where you have to. I mean, sometimes you end up called a situation. You probably have to start off hell on earth when you show up yeah. and you start the opposite. You start like just <laughs> smashing heads and mm-hmm. like sort out the rest later. And then yeah. you end up in a conversation with the guy in the back of your car. Like, Hey man, like what's going on with you? And then you, you have like these super calm convert. I mean, it started out like the shit hit the fan yeah. at, at the first encounter with this guy. And then, an hour later, you guys are like friends. And you're like, yeah, man, I get it. You know, like That's crazy, you know, whatever. So it's it's this constant, you know, moving along that spectrum. And I think it's just like it's wisdom, right? Like, yeah, it's like there's no there is no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's where people like who watch police officers from a distance look at, well, he shouldn't be talking to him that way. Like, ah, man, but you, you know, maybe it's, it's maybe, super but... hard to say yes or no, because there is no one way is always the way to do something because you're constantly interacting with someone in imperceptibly to a camera. Right. That's the thing. The, you can't, unless you're in person, yes. right. You can't feel that interaction. You can't feel the tone. You know what I mean? Cause in, and there's un, there's no denying that there is like this, inexplicable spoken sense or feel yeah. right. Where like you walk into a situation you're like, you, you just know, right? And you can't put words to it and you can't explain it. And you certainly can't define that by looking at, at a video. I mean, there right. are some people that can maybe like psychoanalyze and say, well, because of this posture and that and this. But but there's still there there is like a, a gut, you know, deep feeling that hopefully you're in tune. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? mean like it's once, you've seen, you. once you've seen somebody run, you know, like. It, there, there comes to be times when you're like, you haven't even stopped the car yet. You've, you've got the lights on your plumb. I'm like, you're like, oh, that he's gonna run. The guy in the back right's gonna run. You just, you just <clears throat> know it. Yeah. And, and you can't explain that. The dash cam's not gonna show that. Right. Um. So it's just one of those things where you're constantly in that spectrum. And I think that the the public is too, whether they. And I think it's more on an unconscious level for them how they're interacting with law enforcement. Mm. They're bringing their biases or they're they're bringing their experiences to the table, and and they're somewhere yeah. along that. Well, you know, and it's so weird, man. Like I I have never had a negative interaction with with a police officer like and 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 I was a knucklehead growing up in school you know what I mean and I and I went and I partied and we got bus in and but everything was cool because you just weren't you just didn't act like an idiot you know sure, what I mean yeah. you, you did what you were told and everything ended up being okay um, but but even to this day if I'm doing literally nothing wrong 
if there is a cop in my rearview mirror, like there's all of a sudden this like, oh no, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it's weird. And I think, you know, people take that to, to extremists, right? Where it's right. like, yeah, I'm terrified of the cops. And it's like, well, no, you just know that, hey, there there is an authoritative figure that, that may or may not be monitoring you. And there could be repercussions sure. to, to an action. And so... And I don't think that that is actually the worst thing in the world because we need to have some some measure of you know left and right limit. It's like, look, dude, you can't go you know 150 down the interstate, swerve lane to lane. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like, right? It sounds fun though. I mean, it, it, yeah. Can be, or you, you, or you, you kill yourself and everyone, and you know, and there's right, like a forty yeah. car pileup because you were, you mm-hmm. know, you just wanted to to go fast. Yeah, you know, there's a time and place for that, but I, but I think, and that's where it's tough, right? Because we, we, we take that like, because like I said, man, I, I mean, my butthole puckers. I'm like, oh gosh, what if, you know it what ha- I mean, dude? When I get pulled over, it happens. Yeah, it's and like, and you uh, are a cop. It's like an evolutionary like adaptation. To be like, yeah. Whoa. Whoa, 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 what I do? Like, you know, that kind You're of like, thing. Well, because you know that there could be. And, and it's not like, I know I'm not going to go to jail, but it's like, man, I really don't want to pay a fine for my taillight being out or whatever. And yeah. for the most part, again, every cop that I've dealt with has been pretty pretty cool and pretty lenient. And I think that's due in part to just good communication. I wonder, like, uh, I never really pondered this question, but I wonder how much um, growing up, in a cops generation, like literally with the show cops constantly seeing action, right? There's not Mm. a lot of downtime. And so you have like this filter that things have come through to you. So you're always thinking like, man, these cops are all like, they're just waiting. They're just always running. They're always like, you know, and you have this perception and it's just sort of like, Built in that that's the default Maybe understanding that's an, of, of how things are. Uh, I never really is, thought about that's how that's impacted the public perception yeah. of police officers. Or not, I, I I think that I think that more so than anything, it is. You know what I, I would liken it to is like you're at you're at your desk, you're doing what you're supposed to, but your boss comes and walks behind you, and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of the same because 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 you don't know there could be some repercussions for your actions and they're unbeknownst to you so there's that fear of the unknown like what's going to happen are they going to tell me hey this is garbage scrap it start over from scratch are they going to give me a pat on the back and say hey great job you know it's the same thing is this cop just going to go on by me and go about his business or you know am i going to get that one out of a hundred guys that just having a shitty day and wants to you know make someone else have a shitty day (laughs) yep because I mean that does happen, Absolutely. you know, and I don't know what the percent. What would what would you say? What is one in a hundred accurate of guys that that? I'd say when it comes to like a, abuse of some kind, one in a hundred is is fair. Yeah, you know, um, and that's pretty good odds. I mean, if you look in human, it's better than the priesthood. I mean, I'm not. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Like statistics. Shots fired. Not, I, I I'm a Christian dude. So like, so like, no, no. Just when you when you look at the broad spectrum. If we're looking at statistics, to be religious leaders or yeah. pastors, priests. Yeah. Like, there is there is a higher rate of abuse of mm-hmm. position or power in that world than there is in the law enforcement world. Yeah. So that's neither here nor there, really. Other than the fact that to just say like, it's a really small number. Yeah. Cops well, that it, actually have physically abuse their position of power or right. use their position to manipulate mm-hmm. or abuse that upon others in a way that's negative toward others. So, I mean, it's rare. It's yeah, just, but it's, it's blown. It's just blown way out of proportion because, you know, for the 99 great 
totally normal interactions, right. you know, you hear you hear about the one. Yeah, right? and, this, and the then the other is saying like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not condoning the one. Like, it's, it, no, but it's it's a reality of the world. It's kind of well, like, yeah, my my dentist, you know, could be one of the dentists that wants to knock me out and unzip my pants, but I still go to the dentist because I need my teeth clean. You know, like, like I, that would be more reason to go. <laughs> That's why I keep going back. Yeah, obviously, know? I don't but, have any teeth left, and yet here I, there I am. There's there's every profession's going to have people. Yeah, who are, well, who I mean that idiots. that is just unfortunately the human condition, right? Exactly. It's like, well, first of all, none of us are perfect, and second of all. There is going to be a, a proportion that is even less so. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are I gonna find be... most, uh, most people um, will – well, actually, it's universal. It's all people. I, ha- I have yet to have a cop hater that was willing to actually have a dialogue. And I, I, I kind of have ways of asking now at this point, like, are, is your mind open to being changed? Because if <laughs> nope. it's not, I, I am yeah. literally not going to waste my Why breath. Why would you? Like, somebody else did that the other day, like – um, it was a cop, actually, from Canada. Thought thought that my opinion on something was complete trash. Said, you, you, if you believe this, I mean, it probably was. Would, it, it was probably garbage. Was. It is most of the time. <laughs> um, then you wouldn't know police work if it hits you in the face. Wow. So, like, I he's messaging me, and I'm like, okay, so what is it that you disagree with? So he lists six points. Uh-huh. Point number six was, and if you don't see this, you're wrong. And I go. Are you done? He's, I was like, is it just six points or you got more? He's like, no, that's, that's it for now. And I go, okay, so let me understand. You're saying that if I don't agree with you, I can't possibly be right if I don't yeah. agree with you. All like, f- but in all five things. Right. And he's like, no, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm like, no, that's exactly what you said. You're not, you're not tackling what I said. I'm like, literally, it's number, number six. Like, yeah. I, but I'm not going to waste my time. I'm right. Like, Godspeed, man. Stay safe. We disagree. Carry on, yeah. You know, and uh, but most of the cop haters, when when they kind of come out of the woodworks, I just I literally like if if I show you statistically, if we can walk through this together, and I show you where you're wrong, are you willing to admit it and change your mind? If you're not, I just wish you the best, man, because yeah. I'm not going to waste. <clears throat> my we'll time. agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. you you do you, man. Yeah, because it's it's a waste of time. But the people that do say like, yeah, show it to me. Mm-hmm. They they'll go and that's kind of like what keeps me motivated after doing this for enough years is kind of there like, is some hope that yeah I used to getting the messages was like I used to hate cops I used to have this perspective and after paying attention to not just me but other cops and social media and stuff like I've really come to see like cops are people that I was overreacting because I had a bad experience but it's not everybody's experience yeah. like all that stuff and, and I think when people realize like <laughs> as long as we don't project our negative experience the if we happen to be the exception to the rule, we just don't make that the norm. The exceptions aren't the norm. That's right. why they're called exceptions. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, you know. Well, but confirmation else. bias is a hell of a thing. Oh, my gosh. We're, I we're, mean, we're a society that it's We cogn- crave it. We crave it. dissonance everywhere. Yeah. Like you pick your team, your side, and no matter what happens, we justify ourselves. La, 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 la. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's no, so it's, bad. It's, it's tough, and especially when you make your living on with online content, you know what I mean? And, you know, obviously, you're, you're touching on a lot of hot-button topics. Mm-hmm. 
inevitably you're going to ruffle some feathers and oh, you're yeah. going to I mean I've I've gone through and I've watched the it's quite entertaining actually. <laughs> if you guys if you guys want to uh, see some some really interesting interactive make sure you check out Mike the Cop on social media and just dive into the comment section. Um, that's where, that's where I thrive. <laughs> yeah, no, he 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 goes to he goes to battle there quite often, but there is there is something to be said for knowing when you know what man that nothing I say matters. And yeah, I think you more people like choose your pick your battle. Yeah, but yeah, well, I wish I wish more people realized that in social media, in general, where it's like because I'll watch it, I'm like, hey, dude, he's not gonna. You know, not not you, but I've I've looked at other people's thing. And it's like you're not going to get through to that guy. I can tell you right now by his stance, he basically told you nothing you say matters in right. not so many words. You know, but but we continue to fight on and fight on and fight on. It's like, dude, it's such a waste of the time. Like you could do so many other things with that energy. Yeah, like, and that's if, like the that's the the relational sledgehammer. Like right as a savage gentleman. Uh huh. Like, yeah, you can't just bash and bash and bash. Sometimes you got to like articulate a little bit better and sometimes you got to walk away yeah and be the bigger man right just say okay man I, I tell you what if we could channel the the energy put into online battles it could, yeah it could probably power a, a city oh my gosh if like if, if we put that if we put that mental energy <laughs> yeah in, like we, we would we have cured cancer like <laughs> you know uh, 20 years ago like that's a funny skit right there you're, you're, you know, how, how do you power the house? Like, oh, it's uh, Facebook comments. What? Yeah, all the anger and hate. I learned how to channel it. I just yeah. power my entire house with that's it. Brilliant. We're you off just, the grid. Man, that's, gosh, that's, you talk about a billion dollar invention. Could you imagine how much shit posting would occur, though, if everyone was just trying to power their house by creating, like, creating, a, drama. creating hate on, and, and anger on Facebook? Man. It's not I mean, hard. It would take trolling to the next level. Yeah, I would love it. Man, It'd be fun to watch. It would be, oh gosh, I would have to delete my account. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> like I, I've wasted. Well, so we, we, we got into that, and I actually, I made the conscious effort to pursue this because I, I felt that the, the long term benefit would be worth the, the energy. But when we released the toxic masculinity cologne, mm-hmm. um, it was right after the the whole Gillette thing, and people were losing their minds. Yeah. And then we came out immediately right <laughs> after with like, you know, like, oh, you want to talk about toxic? Here's a cologne, and people just, oh man, just went crazy. And there was, you know, thousands of comments. And and same thing, people are just going ba 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 back and forth. And every once in a while, I'd come in and fan the flame a little right, bit. Right. Well, and it wasn't so much to fan the flame. It was like. Okay, hey, you guys made some good points. Here's and, and they're actually spawned some really good dialogue. Like some of the most vehement opposition to the idea of toxic masculinity. They're like, you know what? Actually, you guys have a have a pretty good understanding of this. We may disagree on terminology, but the overall goal of like, look, look, no one's saying that it's cool to, you know, be misogynistic and, and abusive towards women and sexist. And no one's saying that that's a good thing. We're just looking at it in a different perspective and saying, what? Well, maybe you guys didn't portray that the best way you could have. It's not, it's not all about beating dames. Yeah. Broads. No, it's not. It's not. And and so anyway, we, we were actually very civilly, in a lot of cases, able to come to some some good agreement. And granted, it was a, it was probably far more time invested in that than should have been. But for me, I, I felt like it was important because so much 
of the internet is just people hammering the keyboard in all caps, screaming at each other. It's like, hey, can we actually have some civil discourse? I mean, let's we have this tool at our disposal. Maybe let's use it to meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. You know, because I could see the points that they were making. It's like, yeah, you're not wrong here, but consider this. And then there'd just be back and forth. And in a perfect world, that's the way it would be. But it's it, but in, in truth, it is a lot more humorous to just insert a meme that, that, <laughs> that illustrates, you know, the right. point that you're trying to make and makes fun of that person in the same. I mean, that's right. the that's the the pinnacle right there. If you can prove your point and make fun of them. Yeah, that's a huge win. That's a huge meme interweb. One thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Next level memeing. Oh, man. So you've got you've got some stuff in the works. You've actually got. You got a lot of stuff going on, don't you? I got you? too much going on, man. Well, I'm glad you took the time to sit with us. I mean, man, I feel <laughs> oh, like we're here, keeping you. No, heck. No. <laughs> um, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, now you know what? Actually, now that you mentioned <laughs> it, I'm out. Me. Yeah, I've got a million other things. That I'm, are more pla- I'm plagued with seeing potential in so many things. Oh, so that man. I just like I want to do so many projects and things, and you know, I, I just have to learn to pace myself. And yeah, like, all in time, all yep. in time. You know, it's kind of like. So that's why I, I like. I like. I mean, I like the mentality of say yes to everything, but then there has to be a caveat of like, I will say yes, but then I have to prioritize. Where does it fit? Like I was telling somebody the other day, like, and this is probably true of a, of a lot of guys in their life. I, I would hazard to guess because if it's, if if I'm like that, somebody else is. So like, I, I just felt the last month or so like, kind of stressed out like. I feel like I'm not firing on all cylinders. Something just isn't right, you know. Uh, When's the last time you went to grappling? <laughs> there you go. Problem that's, solved. That's, it, that does help. This week is bad. <laughs> I haven't been at all this week. I've been like nonstop. Like two times is a bad week for me. Oh. Usually it's like five is yeah. like where the, my happy place, you know, like yep. keeps me keeps mm-hmm. me even keel. But um, so. Uh, uh, if you've ever had like a ton of electronics plugged in, which I saw your electronic knowledge, so it might it might not apply to you, but I have one you know, thing plugged in at a time. That's if, it. That's if all you I can like manage. See these tangled cords. You're like, well, this isn't working, and you look under the desk, and you're like, dang it, and you don't know what goes to what, and you kind of ha- you have to sh- shut it all down, unplug it all, and say, okay, I might be able to plug all this stuff in into this this power strip, but I have to do it in the right order so that it all fits and then uh-huh. I gotta neatly put these cores together so like if I ever have a problem again it's kind of like they're labeled and, mm-hmm. and I, I understand where everything's going and that's just kind of like where my where the, like my life's been you kind of had to because do that I reset just like put my put my head down and I work and I do social media and I got family and I do this stuff and then sometimes like all those problems go unnoticed for a mm-hmm. while, and then you kind of like something is just off. And then when you try to diagnose it, I'm like, this whole thing's all jumbled. You just up. got a spaghetti bowl. So you kind of yeah. need to take a break, right? Like, just like step back and try to have an objective look at your life and like unplug everything. So that's kind of the mode I'm in. And so, like, this trip has been good because it's like, all right, I'm just going to like get a, co- get a couple days away from mm-hmm. home to kind of like breathe think yeah. while I'm traveling, you know, and. And so I love it, man. It's been, I, it's been refreshing. I, you bring up a, a great point where I think we do, we, we need that reset, you know, and, and, it, and it often comes in ways that we don't expect. I think a lot of us, you know, like, you know what, I just, I just need a vacation. But, and, and, and sometimes that is the thing that you sure. need, but, but for me, I found that traditional vacation ends up actually just compounding the stress oh, because yeah. it's like, well, there's a financial burden, there's you know logistics and all these things, and you, and sometimes you you end up 
making things worse. It's not as enjoyable as it should be. This probably a whole huge topic because I've been finding like building, and this is so hard for me. I think because my my, I mean, when you think about like my entire life, sort of like flows through this thing yeah. right here, mm-hmm. you know. So it's hard, but finding natural rhythms of break. You know, and there's a lot of uh, uh, you could get religious about it, you can get philosophical about it, but we need it. We need a break. We need yeah. rest, right? So, um, not only like this, like a day off or something like that, but even built into the day, like these mini periods of stepping away from everything yeah. for, for even just moments or mm-hmm. something like that. But having a time where like that's 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 over. Yeah, you know, and that's tough about social media because when it's when always accessible your job and it's always there, it's like you know it used to be like if you worked if you built cars on a line, okay, the done. whistle blows, we're done. Yeah. You go home and you're not you can't work. You're yeah, and you're there, not even right? thinking about right. you know cars because you're yeah. Now I'm like I could be sitting there at nine thirty and something pops up on TV and I'm sitting there with my family and it makes me laugh or it makes me think. I'm like, like oh, oh I, I should video. do this. Mm-hmm. I, got, I need to write that down. Oh, like I got to go. Oh, you know, this this has had a lot of comments. I need to be on there. I need to yep. be doing this. And yep. It's it's tough, and I think that that's probably probably something that a lot of guys could learn to learn to adapt and. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, especially when you're looking at you know the, the the entrepreneur, and a lot of people are pursuing that route. You know, we're we're moving, and even if even if you have a full time regular day job, I mean, most everyone has some kind of a side hustle and thing that they're working on. Yeah. So now Super you've got common. this extra extraneous thing that is just occupying your brain and occupying your mind and and it's like man when do i turn off because and i've and i've caught myself where it's like i should be present with my wife and with my kids but mentally i'm actually out here Mm -hmm. thinking about you know hey what's another man what's a great what's a better marketing strategy what can we do here what we do that right and and we're doing ourselves a disservice yeah um i think finding whatever that activity that that completely divorces us from that it just disassociates us from that thing for me there there's two things that they will do that um three i guess so one would be on the mat you know punching kicking choking whatever doing some kind of fight training Huge. tends to tends to work really well um conditioning strength training you know if i really get in deep yeah, but but there's something about there's something about suffering, right? Where it's like, you know what? I'm not I'm not actually worried about. <laughs> Usually, well, I'm, you know, I'm bottom, if you know? I'm if if I'm in the suck, I'm thinking about how much my lungs are bleeding or how my legs are you know fatiguing and that sort of thing. And as much as it sucks, I think it's important to get that respite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then and the third one for me is going up going up in the hills, going up in the mountains, and doing something outdoors. Um, because again, you, your attention, especially when you're doing something that's a little bit, I mean, just, I don't know for me, just taking a casual stroll yeah. doesn't really do it. But if there's some consequence where it's like, Hey, I've got to be paying attention, you know, cause I'm in a pretty rugged country, you know, I'm doing some climbing and some scrambling or, or whatever that, that tends to help that, that mental reset, you know? And, and for me, I find every, I don't know, at least a couple times a month, if I don't do that, I start getting like kind of weird. Yeah. Same thing with being on the mat. Like if I don't, if I'm not, you know, getting kicked in the face, you know, <laughs> enough things get off. And I'm not saying that's what everyone needs to do, but you need to find whatever that is. That's kind that of fascinating is. to think about. Like, I guess some people find that in uh, but it's probably always physical activity. Maybe I, 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 don't, know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, do you think do you think guys can 
I, don't I know. think you could do it. I if have you a were... hard time relating to be like, oh, I build model airplanes. Right? I, I and think then that... like that is enough of a de-stressor. That it blows my like. I get that. I think it's cool, but like, do you feel like guys need something physical to to really have that balance in their lives? I mean, my my I I think from like a holistic approach that if you're not if you're not putting any time or energy into that you're going to run into a problem but i but, but i also say that there are i'm sure there are plenty of guys that have never picked up a weight never done anything physical that have lived in that realm and, and never had an issue with it you know I, I think it depends on who we're wired or how we're wired and i think it kind of comes from that introspective of saying yeah you know back when I was a kid I used to run around and climb trees and do all this stuff and you know I haven't done anything physical in in 30 years and I feel like like shit like what's wrong with my life it's like well maybe you need to do something physical yeah you know, go climb a tree. Well, maybe not climb a tree, but find something. Maybe racquetball. I don't know. Maybe that's safer. Squash. Ooh, squash. What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know. Someone handball. Ooh, now you're getting. No, you know what? Let's go. Let's. let's how about cricket? Ooh. Ooh. It's popular in some places. In rugby. some places. You know, I wish rugby was more popular. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I like know. That's rugby. A, I, I I appreciate I like watching rugby. it. I mean, I never played rugby. I, I, other than I mean, I guess if you count backyard football, where we actually I mean, tackle it's each basically other, basically rugby. <laughs> pretty much, the rugby guys are going to get so salty. They're like, yeah, you guys I don't are. I don't know that we scrummed. We, I mean, Probably we just we, we we lined up like you know regular football. Mostly, we just tackled each other. Like yeah, there was an excuse to hit people. Yeah, yeah, it was just a reason to just lay your buddy out <laughs> and not and not have them you know tell on you basically yeah which was a lot of fun but you can't do that now i guess yeah it's just like a it's can't a different play thing games. like i really have a hard time wrapping my mind around a non-physical thing i think just because like just it's just always been a part of my life so i guess i just yeah i mean i i, I know i'm with you but but i i i think i would be um i would be i don't know very presumptuous to say that my experience is is universal right like i have to believe that there are plenty of dudes out there that can get their jollies off doing yeah, I wouldn't wanna, nothing I, but I wouldn't painting go as far or as you do with like the mma style yeah so i guess there's a spectrum right so for for however extreme you have for dudes that are like totally fine with getting their teeth knocked out on a regular basis <laughs> you right. have to assume that there's guys that are perfectly content on the other end to never even like break a sweat but i think the truth most of the population is going to be sure. somewhere in between somewhere you know very few people are a full savage or full ge- full gentleman to bring it full circle yeah again shameless plug um they're probably some some percent combination of savage or gentleman yeah it's, you have a shameless plug on a show that is your own show after the brand i mean like, I, I don't know can't be shameless it's just <laughs> it's just, a, it's plug. just a plug yeah it's not a shameless <laughs> plug it's just a plug just a plug i don't know i mean i don't know i'm eh, here's i'm gonna i'm gonna let you in on a little secret um, you might not know this about me, but I'm totally making all of this up on the fly. I love it. I just I like, it. man, I mean, th- th- this whole thing just kind of spawned out of like an idea. And it's like, I don't know anything about podcasting. I don't know anything about running a business. I don't know. Anything. I'm finding that more and more when you get like into the minds of people who have who have really taken that risk, entrepreneur stuff and really stepped out. It's a very common theme that I'm learning like, oh, I don't have to have it all figured out. Like there's no yeah. master plan. It's like you kind of just keep taking steps and then eventually like, okay, that one 
worked. Yeah. And, well, and, and, <laughs> and yeah. That's, oh, okay. Let's let's try to do more of that, and then you just keep on going. You know, yeah. like, and you just it's that tenacity. I think that is probably more important. I than, think that's than the, the only secret. Yeah, it's really easy to look at people and not saying that I'm super successful, but saying that other people that, that are successful, it's very easy to look at them and say, man, that guy just has something, you know, yeah. and, and granted, I'm sure there is some level of talent and skill, but I think the, the underlying factor is that tenacity, is that stick with itness, you know what I mean? Stick to itness that they continue to go and go and go and refine and refine and refine until they get to the place where, oh, hey, I'm here. But man, I've talked to guys that are, you know, just have been at the pinnacle level and it's very, it was very revealing. They're like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? But you're the guy. And they're like, I came to you for this. Yeah. And he's like, man, I don't know. I mean, I can tell you what I've learned, but it's like, I'm still learning and and figuring this thing out. Principles, right? Like it all comes down to like, well, I've learned like, kind of like, as long as you sort of have this perspective, you know, like treat people with respect, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've just learned like to overcome most of these difficulties as I grew up businesses, as long as I was respectful to people like I didn't seem to work out oh okay great so this is this is a principle I can adopt yeah I might not have to apply it right away but if I can kind of hold on to that so I think there's stuff that you you can probably accelerate your learning a little bit but there's kind of like the whole idea of being in comfort again to bring it back full circle yeah there's only one way to get there Mm -hmm. I was just talking about that with jujitsu with uh, a couple of guys who are you know black belts for years and all this stuff and I'm just like am I supposed to feel this way right now this is I came home from training and I'm like is this normal you know and they're like yeah and I'm like is there like is it time for me to do a few privates to focus on this that the other thing they're like I mean you can do that but like really you need to go through what you're going through right now that's just part of it you know yep and that's one of one of those things where oh okay well and 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 that's something that i think we as parents or as as leaders in a community like we have to recognize that that is part of the process you can't remove all stress you can't remove all discomfort it's like as much as i hate to see my daughter cry i have to let her fall down and skin her knee yeah i have to i don't like it you know it doesn't bring me joy but it's like if i bubble wrap her and she never goes through that man what kind of individual is she going to become from that and i think you know that's that's that wisdom where we have to step back and recognize it's like you know as as a coach you know as as a black belt to look at the student and say Hey man, it just takes time. Yep. You know, I mean, that's. I think that's. But it's not what we want to hear. We want that. <laughs> we want that. We want that magic solution. It's like, yeah. no, just give me the secret. Just show me the move. I just need the one move. Show me the one move that I can beat uh, everyone yeah, with. Me. Can you show me the move that can't be uh, defeated at all? Yeah, that, that? That, that's all I need. I mean, just make that happen. You're a black belt. You know these things, right? right. Show me the dark arts. And it's like, man, it it doesn't work that it way. Behind the curtain, like the old video shops, like. Yeah, come on back. Here. All right, all right. We got we got the stuff for you. Yeah, it's it's not that way. And I'm sure, you know, you, you probably had to have that same conversation with some of your rookies. It's like, man, how do we learn to decide this, to, yeah, to act this way or that when way? When you get on the job and you're like, yeah, you got to go through this. Like, you can't, you can't fast track it. Yeah. You know, you can probably feel more comfortable knowing that someone else is telling you it's going to be okay. Like, that's helpful. Mm-hmm. But... 
there's no there's no way to shortchange I, the, I the think, process. I think the only comfort that that people with experience can offer those without experience is to say, hey, look, it's gonna suck. Expect it, know it, understand it, move past it. You know, what I mean, I think that's really all we can do. It's like as as a coach or a teacher, like I can't I can't be there to solve all the problems for you. I can give you the knowledge that I have, but you've got to implement it. You've got to be the one, and there's going to be times where you make the right decision and times that you make the wrong one, and you know, you've got to go from there. And I think you know, if we can recognize that in ourselves, where we, we, we look around and we're like, man, this really sucks, because I've been there. I mean, gosh, it, it, it is awful when you, show, you just have one of those days at the gym where everyone is kicking your ass. And you're like, what is going on? That was like how I felt. I'm like, do it, is it, am I supposed to? Should I like, just quit now? Day? Should I quit now? Because like, I've been this doing this for years. Why do I feel like it's my first day? What the heck? You know? Yeah. Like, and uh, there's probably a lot of factors to that, you know. Oh, there's so many factors. Yeah. It's like, Nutrition, well, how much did you mindset, sleep? What did you yeah, eat? It's like so many factors. Yeah. But. but, I mean, again, that, that hardship is part of the process, that uncomfortableness. And, in fact, I would say that if you are not uncomfortable in what you're doing, you're not doing it right. Yeah. You know, I mean, in business, if you're not doing things that make you uncomfortable, you're probably not going to be long-term successful if you're training if you're the only if you never get tapped in training no one ever submits you you're doing something wrong you're not training at the right place probably a problem yeah that's (laughs) a problem and so you know we we we've we've created a society where failure is a four-letter word you know Mm -hmm. it's like you you have to fail you have to let people go and then have to let people fail and that's again part of the problem with our school system is like no one can fail and I understand why, because you lose funding and all this thing. So it's like, oh, we got to make sure that, you know, we, we make everybody pass. And it's like, no, dude, you can't. If you don't do the work, you don't get the reward, you know, and that's the whole idea of participation trophies and all that stuff, which may be a podcast in of itself. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, right. no, let people fail like they need to, because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. But we hate it. We don't want to do it um, again. I mean, I. I really shy away from things that I suck at. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, you know, if I have to design my own workout, it's not going to have the things that I'm terrible at. Right. It's going to have the things that I'm good at. You know, and that's why I have to go to someone and make them make a workout for me to work on the things. And that's why we need other people in our lives to help facilitate the things we don't want to do. Yeah. And you got to have people with guts to tell you, tell you what you suck at be like hey by the way you really need to work on this you Mm -hmm. know and we don't want to hear it but we need to (laughs) we have to and that's that that's been you know something that i've really enjoyed about this idea of savage gentlemen and i'm gonna gonna plug kind of segue this into what we've been doing with the league of savage gentlemen and for those you don't know we've got a, a closed facebook group called the league of savage gentlemen where the idea being we've got all these you know very um diverse men in in a lot of different areas to kind of come together and learn from each other and you know being within that group seeing guys doing things and having guys have the honesty to say hey man you're you're fucked up here like oh right i am I would have never noticed that. And then it's like, yeah. okay, but not in a, not an abrasive way, not in a condescending way. Just like, hey, this is this is a problem, whether you realize it or not. Um, here are some ways you can fix that. You know, and, and I think that's how we grow as men. That's how we have evolved to the place where we are is we've had this, you know, core group of individuals. We've surrounded ourselves with, you know, these tribe elders, if you will, yeah. to learn from and grow from because not every, no one person has it all. Yeah. 
You know, we need it needs to be a collective. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. that's why I appreciate you know guys Otherwise like yourself you just become sort of like a carbon copy of somebody instead of you know a well-rounded individual. Right. Right. And so, you know, for, for anyone who's listening, I, I would invite you to come check out the league. We've got two questions. Um, this is the only questions? the only barrier of interest. Can you tell me or do you have to? Kill no, me? no, no. It's 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 pretty simple. They're pretty straightforward. Right. The only barrier to entry is to answer the questions. And it says, what would you like to gain from the league and what can you contribute? That's okay. it. Simple. Simple, and I, I would, I would, I would ask. You know, our moderators have actually been doing a really good job of of cycling through this and sifting through, because there's a lot. I mean, we get we get a ton of people, which is exciting. Um, it's more than I can manage, so I've enlisted the help of a few people. But it's like if you just give like a one word answer. It, you're probably not going to get through because right. it's like, look, if you can't be bothered to take the time, the chances of you actually yeah, either it's contributing a better experience for everybody if somebody wants to be there, right? Well, yeah. and 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 are willing to engage and you know actually contribute in some way, and you're also going to be more likely to actually receive you know feedback and information. So those are the only two questions. Um, and then we get in there and we discuss all kinds of things. A lot of the topics that we talked about today, um, and we're continuing to grow and expand. And, and um, yeah, I just wanted to invite people to go check that out. Uh, we we may or may not get even a few little cameos from Mike the Cop if you yeah, if you enjoyed yeah. listening to his his sultry voice uh, in if, a world in a world. We we may we may be fortunate enough to. Be seeing more of him. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if time we have enough. Tell. Yeah, time will tell. Stay tuned. So, um, for people who do want to follow you, if they're not already, because most of them probably are. I mean, most everybody. Know about that. You've got a lot of followers. They're out there. You've got quite a few. I think half of them just follow me to hate me. Eh, hey. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't good. care what they call me all, as all long as they call me. That's whatever, right. That's yeah. right. So people can find you at Mike the Cop. Yeah, MikeTheCop.tv is my website, which okay. is uh, a little bit of a needing an overhaul right now. But essentially, that's the hub. If you go there, you'll find me. Anywhere. Find everything you, else. Yeah, if, you, if you look up Mike the Cop, there is a crooked New York cop that there's a Netflix documentary about Mike the Cop, and it's that's not, not you. It's not me. Are you sure? It's not me. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't. That's all me. I can say. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, any anything else you you want to kick out to the folks that they might find interesting or? I man, I, I find this whole topic of of savage gentlemen super fascinating and motivating because I I, I truly think this is gonna and maybe you don't even agree with me when I say this. I think so goes the man, so goes the culture. I that's that's my belief, and I think that that's at, at a broad level, and I think it's at a level uh, uh, of the family, and I think it's of the, of the level of uh, of other pockets of community. Um, I think so goes the man, so goes the culture. So that is that is not a statement that is like men are superior. Right. Um, it's it's kind of like you know I, I'm actually really bad about cars. I know nothing about mm-hmm. cars. If it doesn't start, I'm screwed. Um, but. I, I can imagine there's something in a car that's like, if so goes that, so goes the whole Right. Car, well, it's right? the canary so, in the coal mine, right? Yeah. That That is kind of the ind- indicator light. Yeah. Right? You know, and again, not, not elevating that necessarily, saying it's it the most— It doesn't make it more—because there's other pieces that are also necessary. I'm just saying— Right. There's, there's something about if— where where that guy? Is if your alt, it's the alternator. If your alternator goes, eventually the car is gonna. Yeah, and I would out. imagine if there was a, you could, 
you could flip that, and, and, and in some sense, there's a perspective because so goes the female, so goes the culture. If for a certain thing, to, that is to say, well, that's which came every, first, the chicken or the yeah, egg. Yeah, they're they both are necessary. Mm-hmm. So I think, but I think it's good for us to sort of like put pressure on ourselves as men to be the right kind of men and say, hey, we need to we need to we need to win our culture, yeah. and our families, well, and our communities. We need we have to take responsibility yeah. for for who we are as dudes. That's that's the key. Then then. We don't blame it on anybody else. Mm-hmm. We don't expect it from anybody else. We go, we go do it. Yeah, the, the, I think the point being is, we can't control. You know, as myself, I can't control what anyone else Correct. does. But I, as a man, can control the way I behave, and so Correct. that's why we put this call to action to men. Yeah, presuming. But I mean, if you're a woman, control the way you're acting. Right. Yeah. If you're just, a woman, you just not, speak to what we know. You're not a man. It's just fine. Yeah. It's just you. You got a different set of mm-hmm. uh, of of things that you're thinking about in right. terms of what is it to be, what is it to embrace true femininity mm-hmm. and and live that out in a yeah. way that sets the example for the culture. Right. So, I mean, there's so many nuances, but... Yeah, well... You can't I, solve it all in you, one podcast. You can't solve it all in one podcast, and I don't want to get mired down with, like, PC stuff. It's like, look, if we offended you, then fucking I don't... I just said, don't like, listen. Like, I don't all care. Their, all you want. Yeah. I don't care. It's like, look, I'm not going to tiptoe around it, but it's like, for men, you know... There, there are a lot of things that we that we can and should be doing, and for here at Savage Gentlemen, like our what we're trying to do is just explore that and offer up, you know, what what little advice or knowledge that we have ourselves, and when we don't know the answers, we bring in, you know, other, hopefully, more interesting. Some might say better looking uh, individuals. Well, I'll get there. Oh. How long did it take you to get that beard? Because I like. I'm I've just had it really for a like while. starting. So, so and I and I, I'm kind of like screwed because I have to shave regularly. Oh when yeah, I, like, you got no I chance. Go back to work and I have to shave. Yeah. So it's like it's constantly. But yeah. If, if um, find, this this length this, this length is about a year's length, but I constantly trim it back. Yeah. Um, because really, this is about as long as I can have it without it completely getting destroyed when I'm grappling. Like this is actually a little bit too long. I was I was rolling the other day, and my buddy went for a gi choke, and he probably pulled out oh. like a small dog's worth of hair. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I might need to trim it back a couple inches. So normally, I'll I'll let it go, trim it back, let it go, trim. It. I mean, I've had this beard like unshaven for probably three or four years now but this isn't three to four years of growth right. if that makes sense yeah we're getting really deep in the in the whole beard psych- psychology thing but it's you know it's it's an art form it's a it thing is. onto itself so mike i really appreciate you coming here um thank you everyone for listening check us out we're we're, we're ramping this up um Hopefully we can do more and more often, and hopefully, Mike, we can have you back next time you're in town. I love it. Awesome.